everybody and welcome to we do this every day i'm pat mulroy from the world of learning institute and today we are going to talk about excellent engagement virtually and we are going to talk today with two amazing people from the world of learning we're going to talk to lauren mcminn and michelle buckwalter so i want to thank them for joining me today um, at the world of learning institute's podcast we do this every day and know that you can reach me at pmulroy at worldoflearninginstitute.com. So today we're going to first talk to Lauren and Michio. But before we get started, I'd like to have them introduce themselves to you. Um, first, Lauren, tell us a little bit Hi. about you and how you came to World of Learning. Yep, my name's Lauren, and um, I fell in love with French in high school. I had an amazing high school teacher. I went on to study French in college, and my first time on an airplane was going to study abroad when I was 21 years old. So learning French opened up the world to me. And nobody in my family speak, spoke French. It was just something that I was interested in. It was a class that really grabbed me. And so um, I decided I wanted to be a French teacher. I, I majored in it in college, and I went on to get my master's and taught in a variety of settings, you know, in the independent schools, private schools. Um, public charter schools, and then took a few years off to be at home after I had my second um, child. And I was looking for some part-time work, and I uh, found this job at the World of Learning and just was so amazed that there was this virtual teaching world, and this was pre-pandemic, so um, I had no idea that the World of Learning existed and just its mission and providing language instruction to schools that um, can't find a teacher that um, need that extra support. Uh, I love uh, just being a part of this organization. And so now I, I teach, but also I'm a virtual learning specialist. So I get to support um, our amazing teachers that we have here. And I'm really excited to talk about Michio because, um, you know, Michio, I think is like a lot of teachers who, you know, we don't always see what we do as being exceptional, but um, Michio is one of those teachers that the students really look forward to seeing in their virtual classroom. So um I'm inspired by her and all the little things she does to provide engaging lessons. And um, maybe we'll have Misha introduce herself and then we can talk more about that. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you, Lauren. And I'm super excited to introduce Michio because Michio and I have been working together for a long time and I've really seen like her just expand her repertoire. So Michio, do you want to talk a little bit about um, who you are and your teaching at the World of Learning, how you got here? Hi. Hi, my name is Michio. I was born and raised in Nagano, Japan. I have been teaching Japanese language and culture at the World of Learning for about five years. I'm not sure with Pat, five years, I guess. And then Pat told me about this opportunity. So um, I I got it. <laughs> You're, you and, got it all right. You're yeah. awesome. <laughs> and then at the World of Learning, I have been teaching college courses and middle schools and high schools courses. And it is funny that I am teaching now uh, because I was not a good student when I was in high school. So <laughs> <laughs> no Isn't way. that always the way? They say that <laughs> yeah. the best uh, teachers were the people Oof. who were difficult because, and I think um, for those of you listening, as, you as we talk today, Lauren's going to tell you a little bit about why we were really excited to have Michio come on board. So Michio, it's interesting that you say you weren't a great student 
because you are a great teacher and you really do kids relate to you. So, um, Lauren, why don't you just highlight, um, some of the things that you are really excited about? Yeah, I'd love to. So Misha is one of those teachers who brings that energy and enthusiasm to every class. Um, she is dynamic and engaging. You're like a performer, Michio, when I get to watch you. Um, you know, Michio has a really large group of students to teach. Um, she has a, a group of students from a really large cyber charter school, and they come in large numbers to watch your show. We can call it. It's like a show almost, right? Um, it's, you know, you've likened it almost to being a YouTuber, it feels like, right? Because people are tuning in and you've got to grab them and um, get their attention and hold it. And you've adapted to that large class size and found ways to, to reach them and, and to keep their attention. And I know a lot of teachers can identify that with that. Um, you also use pop culture as a way to hook them. Um, I'm thinking about your today's keyword, you know, that slide that you pause on. Um, and it always ties into something about Japanese culture. I love seeing that part about the, um, I hope I pronounce this okay, the dorayaki cookies, right? And the robot cat that you taught about who loves to eat them <laughs> because you were teaching um, a key word that day and you tied it into something that will make the kids smile and something about culture. Um, yeah, and all teenagers love to talk about food and things like that. So it was so great. And your Pepsi halftime show, I mean, we need to look into a sponsorship for that <laughs> because <laughs> you've got this slide with the Pepsi halftime show. And a lot of teachers call that brain breaks. You know, that's something that's like all the buzz right now. Um, but it's really important. You make that time for them to stretch, move, do a song, think about something different. Um, and I think that, you know, nowadays everybody knows that the type of learners that we that we have in front of us right now, this age group, especially high school, even middle school, elementary, you know, they are so used to digesting information at an incredibly fast rate. They are tuning into like the TikTok and the Instagram reels and Snapchat. And so they need that bite-sized information that is like compelling and interesting. And I think that that draws them in and it feels really personal. Um, the one thing I would really, really like to highlight is your end of class message. Um, there's this really touching message that Michio ends her live sessions with. Um, she takes a minute at the end of each class to let each student know that they are special and that they are loved. Um, and she uh, was inspired by um, this principal who uh, gave this message at her school to um, to show the students how much they are loved. And it's uh, if nobody told you that they loved you today, remember I do and I always will. And I think that's really powerful. So, you know, Lauren, as you're, as you're talking about these awesome things that Michio has done, um, in her classes, Michio, when you hear Lauren, um, talking about these a little bit, um, how do you feel? Wow. But. Well, maybe, um, you are right. Um, I'm a performer, I guess. Um, when I was in high school, I was not a good student, but I was a performer. I, uh, know. and I wanted to be a, uh, comedian, actually. And then, but somehow I did, uh, I didn't become a comedian, but I, I guess this is my stage or I don't know, show maybe, mm -hmm. but yeah. Well, so, and I think, yeah. You know, and, and it's interesting that, you know, that maybe was something you aspired to that maybe, you know, you hear lots of people who are creative, 
um, not really have an opportunity to get those things because our parents don't think that we'll get a good job. Right. If I, <laughs> if I'm just a comedian, I'm just funny. Um, so people don't necessarily get to have those opportunities or experiences to be that. But I, uh, Michio and I were talking the other day and, and Michio, one of the things that I think is really important is that like your message, um, you build relationships with kids. Um, so I'd like to dive in a little further. If you could tell us a little bit about, um, just a little bit about that whole idea of when you heard that message from the principal from Strawberry Mansion. And Lauren's going to play it here, and then we're going to let you talk about it a little bit. So Lauren, go ahead, and we'll just play this message, because this principal is so powerful. Her voice is powerful. You can tell she loves the kids, which is, I think, one of the things that Lauren heard in you when she heard your message. If nobody told you they loved you today, you remember I do, and I always will. My students have problems, social, emotional, and economic problems you could never imagine. Some of them are parents. I mean, she's powerful. So, Michio, tell us about when you heard that and, you know, how you integrated that into the message that you bring to your kids every day that you're with them. Ooh, actually, even now, uh, when I heard her speech or what she said, I almost cried, actually. And I, I don't know how many times I watched her videos or recording i i but every time i don't know something really touching me but um it was actually when i was preparing for my teaching certification uh i took courses at wilson college it was really wonderful learning opportunity for me i i cannot express how much i learned from the courses and professors and one of our um, assignment was watching Strawberry Mansion School District Principal Wayman's speech. And of course, uh, Strawberry, Strawberry Mansion is not too far from where I live. So I was very interested in, and I actually went online to look for uh, the area and the school district. And of course, I watched, uh, I looked for more videos about her and watched them all. Uh, Every video when I saw, I was so shocked. I just really, um, I don't know how I, there's nothing I can exp, exp, explain, but it was powerful. And, and then, yeah, uh-huh. and then every video, uh, showed, uh, showed her message. If nobody told you, they love you today. You remember I do and I always will. And then she told the student this, uh, this message at the end of each school day. And then her student had very difficult lives. She constantly gave them her love and care in the message daily. And her serious love towards students changed many of her students' lives. And then my class is a little different. In my class, I'm like, I'm like really like YouTuber 
and then comedian. But most of students, <laughs> but most of students don't turn their camera on or audio on. They think maybe I am very crazy. Uh, but at the end of my class, I give them the same message Principal Wayman gives every day. And I don't know what they think about this. Uh, I don't know why they don't turn on their cameras and the audio. I just want to give them a comfortable and safe place. I don't know how much they like my message at the end of the class, to be honest. So I sometimes I kind of, after I said, I never embarrass or sometimes I never hesitate to say it again. But however, a lot of students don't leave my classroom until after I say, uh, I, uh, they hear this message. So I hope they like it. <laughs> well, wow. I will tell you that, um, in all the years that we've been working with this larger school a lot. And, and even in one of our earlier podcasts, we talked with Melissa and Barb and they both said that they have the same situation where kids don't turn on their video, but the fact that you have 45 students coming to your classes regularly tells me that they want to hear that message. And the fact that they stay to the end is also another really key indicator. And I think um, during these times of COVID that we've been talking about, um, I think it's really important to recognize that especially middle school and high school kids have not had a regular social interaction for several years. And this is a year where, you know, the middle school and high school years are the years when they're developing their appropriate social skills, where they're sharing and their love in a variety of ways. You know, in middle school, they're punching each other and chasing each other down the hall. And in, in high school, they might walk holding hands down the hallway with their boyfriends or girlfriends. But um, I think it's important to know that those students show up and you might not see their faces, but some of them have hard lives too. And some of them have, you know, lots of things going on in their lives, but for them to show up regularly, um, is, is just really important. And I'm just super appreciative, um, that you give that to them. I mean, I don't think there's anything better that you can give to students at this point in time. Um, but it's been, it's been common. I mean, Yin Fang also in her, um, when we talked to her in episode two, she, she talked about that love, um, helps you to have passion. It helps you to, you know, for students to show up for your colleagues to want to work with you. And, and I know that's true about you. I know um, lots of your colleagues really enjoy working with you. Um, so Lauren, yeah, what's your secret sauce? What are the things that, <laughs> that you bring out the love with the students you work with? Oh, I, I love the love. <laughs> I love that this has been the common theme. Um, I I do one really simple thing that I think is fun and that it shows the students that, you know, I care. Uh, I do a daily routine at the beginning of every live session where, you know, I always ask the students, you know, how they're feeling and simple things like, what's the weather like where you are? We're practicing our French. And then we have a calendar slide where at the beginning of the month, um, when we change to a new month, I always ask the students, are there any special days of this week, this month for you? 
And we, you know, in some of my really small classes, we have to kind of like, we're looking for stuff. So we'll do cat birthdays, dog birthdays, mom birthdays. Um, but also things like, you know, plays, big games. Um, and, and they're expanding the vocabulary, but they're also like, we're celebrating things that are going on in their lives. And they see that it matters to me. And I like to put that up there and it, we, we go and we get excited. We count down days to certain things. So, um, but I'm always looking for new ways to do that and to help students feel seen and cared about. And there's another thing for Michio that I want to bring up, and it's all about love, too. <laughs> um, she's got another song, and, and actually it's one that she sings. And Misha, I don't know if you warmed up your voice today, <laughs> but it's the one about the flowers. Yeah, the one and only flower in the world. Um, and I love that you connect that to the cultural like tradition of karaoke, and you sing with your students. And the message of the song, can I read some of the lyrics? Is that all right? It's the translation, and maybe if you feel up to singing it, but... The main I'd love idea to have is you sing it for us today. Yeah, yeah, I would love that too. <laughs> Do you want to sing it first, and then I'll translate it? Oh, me? Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, I hope I can. Mem- okay. Namba awa ni nara nakute mo i moto moto tokubetsu na only wa hanaya no mise saki ni nara nda. いろんな花を見てると人それぞれ好みはあるけれどどれもみんな綺麗だねがそれなのに僕ら人間はどうしてこも比べたがる I think I forgot the last part. But anyway. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Let's give you a hand. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Lauren, tell us, tell us the words now. So the, the lyrics go, there's no need to be number one. You've always been a very special only one. I saw many kinds of flowers lined up in front of the flower shop. Everyone has their favorite kinds, but all of them are pretty without competing to see which one was the best among them. They were standing straight up, proudly inside the bucket. So why do we humans have to compare ourselves to one another? Even though each and every person is different, why do we want to be number one? Yes, we are each a flower unlike any other in the world, and each and every one of us carries a different seed. We should focus all our efforts on trying to make that flower bloom. That's awesome. Yeah. That is really awesome. Um, Gosh, I... I am so excited and so happy to be with both of you. And I appreciate, you know, all that you're sharing. I mean, there's just a wealth of activities. I, you know, I look back at, you know, the word of the day and how you change that. Um, I'm just wondering, um, Michio, if you want to tell me just about maybe what your best practice, what you like to do the most with students, um, that helps keep you motivated motivated and kind of energized to teach. Like what is it that you are doing in the classroom that gets you excited? Well, this is, I don't know, love related with love or not, but this is also, I learned uh, from Wilson college. 
And then uh, I always try to make a student-centered class. And then it's more and more, I don't know, I became a more professional teacher, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I started to have a beautiful, uh, like, well-done class, like my agenda and then, like, timing or I don't know. It's just a uh, pursuing beauty of my class. But actually, not um, it's not my um, agenda or my satisf- satisfaction. Uh, after Wilson's college, um, I tried to do my best, uh, to give them, um, like make a student center class. So I always thinking what the best for them, what the student look for, uh, whether they turn on the camera and audio or not, but I do, <laughs> I give them student center class. And then also you introduced the song uh I was gonna talk about but then uh, well I, I forgot actually but then that's my um class theme song and I always said uh the first week, first day I usually talk about this song because my class is not who is good or who is uh doing well. It's not competition. Yeah. Everybody is a special only one. Then uh, Principal Wayman's message is connected. We love, uh, I love each one of students equally and then unconditionally. That's my probably class theme, uh, the theme of my class. And I think about that first day of exploratory because I think sometimes as teachers, we get so caught up in content, you know, like we love our content. And so we are like, okay, here's my first day. I'm going to deliver content. And I was thinking about your first exploratory class. And I love that you, you get them thinking about Japanese culture that's around them already. And, you know, you bring up the emoji that they see all the time. And what do they, how is that infused with Japanese culture? Brand names like Nissan, Makita, Yamaha. Um, they're making connections to what they already know about Japan and Japanese culture without even knowing it. And they see their own world with fresh eyes. And that is just really cool. I think that shows that, you know, you're thinking about them first and what they know and what they can do on day one. That's really cool. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it is awesome. And um, Lauren, I hope you have time for uh, just giving us maybe one I of do. your favorite resources before we yes before we say goodbye today? I have been really enjoying Pear Deck. Um, We're really lucky to have a premium account through the IU, but there is a free version available. Um, You know, I think like a lot of virtual instructors, I I use Google Slides a lot during my live sessions. So um, those slides are really useful for students. If, you know, I send them out ahead of time, they can use them as their notes. Um, And Pear Deck actually helps those slides come to life in my live sessions. So they can interact with the material and move things around and I can see them doing it. Um, and then it helps me stay in the target language because I don't have to, you know, give directions without, you know, by changing language. So they, I can see what they're doing. They can move things around. I can use comprehensible input and um, it also saves their work. So I can go back after the class has ended and see how they did if I don't have time to address it during the live session. So I'm a really big fan of that tool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to just give you both so much appreciation and 
as the supervisor of the world of learning and the person who gets to talk to so many people, it it's given me an opportunity. I've talked to a lot of our teachers over the last two weeks um, and to know how important relationships are, I think, in the world of learning and that our teachers really do put kids at the center, Michio. And I think um, that you all have an opportunity, like oftentimes at the world of learning, we bring people on to teach with us and they have an emergency certificate, but because we're in Pennsylvania, you have to go get a teaching certificate if you want to keep teaching. And um, to hear you and your colleagues talk about the great experience makes me feel really good about referring people to Wilson College. And um, they've continued to expand and grow their program as well. And so um, I'm grateful that we have that partnership with them and um, and that the kids benefit ultimately um, from that. So any last words of wisdom before we, we say goodbye to this episode? Michio, any words of wisdom? Um, wow. I think I want to repeat Principal Wayman's word. <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite. Uh, if nobody, awesome. it's like my class, I always said, if nobody told you they love you today, you remember, I do, and I always will. <laughs> I think that's a great way for us to end today. They are words of wisdom. Thank you, Michio. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Principal Wyman. Even though we're not, we don't, we don't know you and see you, but thanks for inspiring those of us at the World of Learning to love our kids. Let them know that we love them every day. And I will look forward to talking to you too soon. Thanks so much for being with me today.